Charity! Hi, Sin! Hi, everyone! And welcome to episode 230 of the Snack Covenant! Hey, Richie! Yes, Sin? I'd like you to close your eyes. Boy, alright. Imagine you're in a dark, dark world. No, hang on. You're gonna turn on the light? Yeah, okay. And you see in front of yourself a beautiful, radiant light. <laughs> you just turned the light on. Who is there with us? Oh, it's Alhazred. Hi. Yeah, say hi. Wow, well, you were anticlimactic. <laughs> you were supposed to be like, oh my god, it's Alhazred. Oh. Well, the thing is that when I turned the light on, I could see him. Well, yeah, you could see yeah. him to the entire time. Yeah. It was very yeah. awkward. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Alhazred. Wasn't even here. Yeah, I've, I've had worse. That's way worse. <laughs> Fun fact: We actually practiced this podcast with Alhazred before. That was the time Sin thought there was a party in the abyss. Ah, I can explain. <laughs> what is the radiance? The Radiance is a higher being of very bright light who seems to take the form of a stylized moth. What happens is you start off in, like, the dream sort of areas you sometimes go to. When you use the dream nail on certain corpses, you sort of go to... It's like Bloodborne, you go to the dreamlands. And this is a dreamland that you go to if you use the dream nail on the Hollow Knight in the final boss fight when they are stunned by Hornet. What happens is you end up in this sort of, it's actually very pleasant and idyllic, kind of like a stone path with all these clouds in the distance and a sun in the distance, and it's all very nicely lit. It's like a sort of beautiful sunset. And then you ascend up a series of platforms, and so you're sort of kind of level with the sun, and then you get a prompt that just says challenge. Challenge the sun? Yeah, when you accept the prompt, the sun proceeds to unfold and reveal itself to be this this huge floating moth with a crown. Thank you. Can you please tell me about its appearance? It resembles a kind of stylized moth design. It has a crown on that is sort of fused into its head. There doesn't seem to be much distinction, roughly where the antenna of a moth would be. And then... As its body goes down where the moth's wings would be, there is a mass of sort of, it could be tentacles, it could be just like lots and lots of little wings, it kind of looks like a cape that is going down over its back. And then instead of having a big abdomen like a moth, it has two, they look like legs coming down the bottom. So the whole thing is is kind of shaped like a, like a triangle with the, the point at the bottom. Uh, like a very, very stylized design of a moth, and it is surrounded by this huge glowing aura, hence the radiance. Wow. I think it is supposed to be a cape or a cloak because it's yeah. the same kind of, it's drawn in the same kind of style as the Knight's Mothwing cloak. Mm. Awesome. Thank you. How does the radiance come into existence? Well, we don't really have an answer to that in game. But it does seem like, as a higher being, it may have just always... But actually, no, it wasn't always there, because there is evidence elsewhere of things that existed before the Radiance did. But 
at some point, the Radiants came into existence and created the Moth Tribe, and they worshipped it. Interesting. So you're saying it wasn't always there? Yes. So it has, like, a birthday. It very well could. What is it? August 29th, 1997. Thank you. Finally, it's some closure. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Could you please elaborate on the relationship between the Moth and the Radiance? The Moth worship the Radiance, but the single Moth left seems to have kind of given up on that because it does give you the Dream Nail, which is what you need to fight the Radiance to begin with, and it even says that it's tired of its tribe's old taboos. So it seems as though that when the Moths abandoned worshipping the Radiance in favor of the Pale King, they they really abandoned it. There was not any ambiguity there, probably. Hmm. Like Alhazred said, there is a prohibition against the Radiance. You see evidence of the Radiance being worshipped if you travel to the very, very highest point of the game, which is a, a cliff overlooking the town where you start. And there is a large stone statue there that depicts the Radiance. You won't know what it is at the time. You'll just see this weird statue. And then when you travel back there, it sort of clicks, oh, the statue is of the Radiance. Alhazard, do we know who made that statue? Is that the Moths or the Pale King? It wouldn't have been the Pale King because the Pale Mm. King tried to unperson the Radiance completely to begin with. I assume if it was anybody, it was the Moths. and Yeah. um, Maybe they buried it when the Radiance was being purged, or maybe they just forgot it even existed and it just got buried by accident. Mm. When the miners dug up the statue... That was the radiance being remembered enough for it to start manifesting again. There's a statue of the radiance that's being dug up. How do we know that this is a statue and not the radiance that's been petrified? Because you can't use a fragrant branch of your on it. <laughs> the other thing about that statue is that you find a piece of pale ore under it. And like pale ore is the the item you need to upgrade your weapons. And it's it's very, I think there's f- six pieces total in the whole game. It, it makes sense it would be there because it's a mine, but also the fact it's positioned directly under the statue. I was wondering if that's supposed to be like someone was making an offering to the radiance of this pale ore. Because hmm. it glows. It's like it's pale, so it glows with the light like the radiance does. Very interesting observation. Thank you. I was asking Alhazred if he thinks that's what it is. Oh, no, I think that's about right. I don't really have anything to add. I was also looking for the line of dialogue you get when you dream nail the the statue, but I can't find it. I didn't know you could dream nail the statue. If you can dream nail the statue, maybe it is the Radiance, because it's streaming. (laughs) See, my thought was that if you can dream nail the statue, then that means it's not the Radiance, because you don't enter the Radiance's mind. Nostradamus the Vampire here. Do you believe the statue is the real radiance turned to stone? Leave your answer in the comments. Also, Richie here, I don't know why Sin thinks that a vampire based on Nostradamus is the one that asks the questions that you answer in the in the comments. Um, 
Nostradamus the Vampire, to me, is rapidly becoming Disco Stew from The Simpsons, where Disco Stew was quite amusing in the one the one time his name worked as a pun. And then they just kept bringing him back and he just became a, a regular character and he didn't make any sense at all. Particularly now, when someone who was really into disco would be in their 60s or 70s. Back to the podcast. The Radiance is a higher being. Do we encounter a lot of higher beings in the Hollow Knight universe? Yes, we do. The most obvious ones are, of course, the Pale King and the White Lady themselves. What was that? That was my phone going Scared off. me. That's you. <laughs> that was me getting a text notification. But it's you going... <laughs> Hi, Richie here. In case you're wondering, yes, my ringtone actually is Sin, and it goes like this. This is an outtake from one of the Bloodborne Up Close audio tracks, and is Sin's impression of me talking. Back to the podcast. So, I'm on the Hollow Knight wiki, and there's quite a few higher beings here. List them, and I'll tell you what I think of them. Okay. Okay. The Pale King. Um, met his worm body, and then I went to his horrible palace, and I was there for 90 minutes dodging buzz saws. <laughs> and then I would like to thank him for not being a boss fight. I could just leave. So, thank you for that. It was very courteous of him. <laughs> The White Lady. I spent a long time in her garden. It was quite nice. There was a very tough fight called Traitor Lord that I was stuck on for ages. And then I found out that if you did a really complicated quest I didn't know existed, someone would show up and help you fight Traitor Lord. So I went and did that. And then I finally got back and I'm like, in this time, I probably could have just gotten good enough to beat Traitor Lord without doing this <laughs> quest. But... But it, it ended with a cool scene where the NPC that I used um, and Trader Lord had like a unique death together. So I feel like that was justified. Aww. The Nightmare Heart. I have no idea what that is. That tells us what ending Richie got for the Grim Troop. <laughs> <laughs> Un? I met Un. It was nice. I got an item that turns you into a slug, but only turns you into a slug when you're focusing soul to heal. And I thought that was cute because you become a little slug with, with the vessel's mask on it. And um, I was a little sad you couldn't just be the slug forever because it was cute. Aww. And it's good because it lowers your hitbox. So I haven't like tried this yet because it seems too, too situational. I didn't want to waste a charm notch on it, but... If you did that during some of the Radiance's attacks, there's a chance they might go over your head because you're like half as tall. What about the pure vessel? Uh, I don't know what that is. It sounds like an optional boss. The pure vessel slash the hollow knight. Oh, that thing. Okay. The character yeah, yeah. the game is named after. All right. Well, it's called hollow knight when you fight it. 
It didn't seem very pure to me. It had a bunch of orange cysts that were leaking everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, Richie. The radiance seems to only exist in the dreams. Can you elaborate on what the dreams are? Well, according to the Moth Seer, the dreamlands exist between body and soul, and nightmares also appear to be separate from normal dreams, or at least maybe isolated might be a better word, because the only time you ever see a nightmare is when you dream nail Grimm and fight Nightmare King Grimm mm. with the nightmare heart beating ominously in the background. Oh, is that what that thing is? Yep. <laughs> and also, unlike in Bloodborne, the the dreamlands are not Lovecraftian, so... To go into the dreamlands, the, the, the method you have of that is to get the dream nail from the moth seer and to bop dreaming things with it so you can enter their dreams and their minds. So are they literal dreams? Yes. It's more obvious in some than in others because when you dream nail bosses that provide a bonus boss fight, after you dream nail them and you enter their dreams, the dream will invariably be very similar to their actual boss arena, but more ethereal. I had a dream today. I had to drive to France in a car with five pedals. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Radiance's connection to the dreams? I think that's the Malsir who tells you the Radiance is um, actually a light brighter than Essence, and Essence is the light that dreams are made out of. And that's not really elaborated on further than, further than that, but it's an interesting little detail. The less she's remembered, the more trouble she has influencing the waking world. Hmm. So the Radiance can influence the waking world through the dreams where she hangs out. Yep. There is Radiance and there is the Absolute Radiance. Could you please tell us what's the difference between the two? So there is a dream called God Home where you can find the God Seekers, and they are trying to attune themselves to the gods of Hellenist because they either left or were exiled from their own lands and their own gods long ago. Um, although the, god, the, the, the head God Seeker does seem to think that their gods were false gods because she makes that comment at one point. God Home is set up basically like a boss rush. There are several boss rushes you can do. You can also fight um, all the bosses one-on-one, -on -one, and then you can fight harder versions of most of them as well. And at the end of the hardest boss rush, you fight the Absolute Radiance, which is you basically found the Radiance in the dream world without having to go through the Hollow Knight and Dream Nail the Hollow Knight to enter its mind. Thank you. The Radiance has the ability to spread what's known as an infection. So generally speaking, what is the infection? It's sort of the physical manifestation of the Radiance influencing bugs in the waking world. It it speaks to other bugs in their dreams, if not outright just in their heads, even when they're awake, and it tempts them to give into it to attain greater power. The infection manifests as this like glowing orange light that is coming out of the bugs, and they become a lot more aggressive. Pretty much all the enemies in the game are possessed by this infection when you hit them they will bleed this like orange goo out of them which is sort of symbolic of the infection you do meet some bosses and enemies that that don't bleed orange like the mantis lords and the mantises they are 
apart from the traitorous ones, they are free from from the infection. One of the things they talk about with the Pale King is that he sort of brought like reason to the bugs. He sort of elevated their minds. And then on the outskirts of Hallow Nest, you encounter these bugs that presumably the Pale King didn't really like bring reason or intellect to and they just hover there they're just like big fat flies that don't do anything and i think those don't possess the uh the orangeness because they don't have a will kind of like the hollow knight itself the idea is this thing doesn't have a mind so you can't really take it over and so the radiance is influencing the bugs through the dreams right yeah and somehow that manifests in this orange goo do you have any theories on how that happens? Like, why is that the orange goo is a symptom of the radiance influencing your dreams or your mind? Where is this physical goo coming from? Is it the bug's blood that's coming out? Is it some sort of pus? Is it something that just materializes out of nowhere? Does it ever actually specify? Because, like, I would... I, I don't believe so. I think in the yeah. practice version of this podcast, Sin said at this point that we need to talk to a microbiologist. Right. Because <laughs> like you could say, oh, it's just the um it's just the bugs bodily fluids, but there comes a point in the story where one of the key areas changes and is infected by the radiance. And when that happens, there's just giant like sacks of radiance goo everywhere that are not like again, like I don't know if they, I got the impression that they just sort of like appeared. It's like laying eggs or something, but it could be that like those, they, that grew out of someone. Like it could be that that's a bug that like, there's the bugs that in that area, they have these big radiance pustules on their backs. So it could be like, then those pustules might detach, the bug might die and this just grew where they were or something like that. But yeah, it, it like the radiance, it lives in, in dreams. So it's not a physical infection. It's something that's coming out of your mind. But it becomes physical. Yeah, yeah. When you have a story where the world building and the lore is very ambiguous like this, there are just there are going to be aspects of it where you kind of just have to sit back and say the reason is because it's supernatural, because it's magic. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all know me. I have to know what is the mechanism behind which... <laughs> the radiance that's present in the dreams manifests yeah. itself as yeah. an orange goo in the physical realm. Yeah. This is you being an RA again. Cause it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, we have to, we have to have like a control group of bugs that doesn't have the radiance. This other group of bugs. And then we've got to make sure some of them get the actual radiance and some get a placebo. <laughs> we'll do a systematic lit review. Oh my God. Thank you, Hazret. Thank you, Richie. Is the infection some sort of mind control? From what I saw, because again, like I'm still like I have been playing Hollow Knight for a week, so I don't know if like this is addressed in DLC, but it's almost like it's taking over your mind, but it's not like a conscious. From what I can tell, a conscious like using you as a puppet or something. It's just driving you to consume and like kill stuff more so than it is the Radiance actually controlling who you are. Has either of you ever seen an angry person? Yes, never. 
Or has either of you ever been angry themselves? Not outwardly. No, I'm a precious, gentle flower. Hi, Richie here. Sin just asked me if I'd ever been angry, and I said no. But that's not true, because we're all a little bit angry sometimes. We sometimes get angry when people keep telling us something that we know isn't true. Like when people say to me, he's not really a Nazi, he's just doing it for attention, or I'm sure your parents will accept you. We also sometimes get angry when people are being uncooperative. Like the host of a YouTube channel that nobody likes, constantly demanding that you publicly debate them about the pus of man, even though you've said multiple times that you don't actually care. When I'm feeling angry and it's stopping me from working, I just remember what sin will do to me if things aren't recorded on time. Back to the podcast. So sometimes when you're anxious or angry, even though you're not outwardly expressing it in your behavior, it's still apparent. Like Mm. your face is red, your hands might be sweaty. Like people can tell by looking at you that you radiate angry energy, right? But maybe in the moment you don't mean to make people uncomfortable. You don't mean to be appearing this way. It's not necessarily something you can control in the moment. So what if the radiance is angry, but... The infection is just this manifestation of its anger. Maybe the radiance is trying to keep calm, but it can't block the red face and the sweaty hands. Well, that's kind of how the boss fight works with the radiance, because the radiance just just hovers there and it seems very calm, but also all these swords are being thrown at you. (laughs) And all these lasers and, like, weird homing orbs and stuff. Yeah, that's actually probably a pretty good... uh... Yeah. A pretty good extrapolation. So it's just saying, like, I'm, I'm not, not mad. And it's a very passive-aggressive boss because it's not attacking you directly. It's all these things around it. and like Especially because sometimes when you dream nail the infected bug, some of the one-word, all-caps, angry thoughts you get are uh, things like, kill, hate. Mm. And if you dream nail the radiance, she's like, the ancient enemy, I do not fear you. Yeah. Aww. So, yeah, yeah, I'd say it's a safe bet. There are definitely uh, anger issues here. What if the radiance is not intentionally malicious? That's something that we've talked about a lot when we're discussing things that have like outer gods or higher beings or whatever, is that like they're probably not like malicious in a sense that we would understand. They're just like, this is just what they do and their motives are beyond comprehension in some way. Because like the, the radiance is like, it's trying to survive essentially. That's the impression I got. And like, it is consciously aware of what you are because you are something that is void. And that's why it's saying like, I do not fear you to you. And like, when you're fighting the radiance, you will like, when you damage it, sort of a void begins to come up from the base of the screen as if they're like kind of consuming one another. The radiance itself, like it has a, a mind that can be understood and it has motives, I suppose, that can be understood because it's trying to keep itself remembered. But, like, as for whether it's filled with rage or that's just what is happening to the bugs as a result of this infection is not. This is the interesting thing because it's not like 
it's not like the bugs are given the conscious will by the pale king and then the bugs lose the conscious will as a result of the radiance because they don't go back to being like just a bug they become actively actively predatory in a way that they weren't before even because like, like I was saying, there's these bugs that on the outskirts of Hallow Nest that don't appear to have been, have gotten that conscious thought they are just hovering. They're just like buzzing around. I think it's very deliberate that they're on the outskirts because it's like these are just bugs that, that, that were not brought into the fold in a sense. So the, yeah, the impression I got is like, it's not that, it's not this like Hobbesian thing where the natural state of the bugs is that they're trying to kill each other and the Pale King brought order to that. The natural state is like the natural state seemed like they were pretty chill. And then what the radiance is doing is something else. It's it's actively making them malicious and, and um aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way I see it, there is like three possibilities for what the radiance is doing. One is that it was forgotten, it was remembered, and now it's really, really mad, and now it's just attacking everyone through the dreams and giving everybody, like, negative thoughts and emotions and kill, kill, kill through the dreams. Two is, it was forgotten, it's remembered, but it's so, so mad, even though it's trying not to express it and it's trying to be, like, chill and happy, its anger just radiates through the dreams, and it's sort of, like permeates reality and infects the world around it without the radiance actually wanting to. Or three, the radiance was forgotten, it's remembered, and now it realizes that it can be forgotten. So it's scared. And it's kind of going, okay, what if I do this and nobody will forget me again? But it's, you know, overkill. Yeah. (laughs) And now there's an infection. Yeah, the, infect- the infection is ensuring it survives because the things it's infecting are just thinking light, 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 light constantly. Thank you, Richie. Thank you, Alhazred. What do you think the life was like for the moth back when they used to worship the Radiance? So we meet one moth in the game. There is one surviving moth. It's the shaman that gives you the dream nail and... She, I think, lives in the necropolis where this is the whole lot of bugs buried. So the way the moths are described is like they're like a tribe. They're like a tribe of like mystics, I suppose. So the implication is they didn't have a big complicated city like you got with Hallowness. They didn't have a like a white palace. They didn't have a mantis town. They seem to have been like like ascetics, sort of just worshipping the Radiance, thinking of the Radiance and dreaming and sort of looking. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know if this is in the game or it's addressed somewhere else, something like that. But is, is the resting grounds like where the moths used to live and it's become this, this necropolis? Or did that moth just happen to move there? I, I think the first one is more likely because yeah. she does talk about how the uh, the cemetery with all the ghosts was like their sacred place and letting you in there right. would be a taboo. I'll, I'll open this door for you that is, you know, our, our yeah. moth yeah. door that I would never have opened back in the day because it was taboo. Yeah. So I, I think it's a safe bet they live there. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was a different sort of... They would have been, like, on the outskirts, I suppose. 
Thank you, Alhazred. Thank you, Richie. When the radiance was remembered, soon thereafter, it was locked up in a pure vessel in this egg-shaped thing, sealed away by three dreamers, by the Pale King. Why did the Pale King do that? I just assume because he didn't want any competition. Or it's, it's possible he was trying to be benevolent and he saw the Radiance as malevolent because he wanted to give the bugs, you know, more intelligence and elevate them above what they were under the Radiance. He thought the idea of his kingdom was like legitimately better than the idea of, of her ruling the place. Um, but for, for, for one reason or another, he basically usurped her. Because I thought maybe there was a little mini infection that started spreading. And so the king locked the radiance away. I think locking the radiance away was preemptive. Okay. Thank you. That was Hollow Knight discussing the radiance with Alhazred. Alhazred, do you want to tell us where people can find you on social media? I'm on Twitter at TC underscore Alhazred, and I'm on Twitch at Alhazred's Gaming Who. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming, Alhazred. This was super fun. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy it. Yay. Thank you, Richie. Thank you, Sin. And thanks, everyone, for listening. See y'all next time. Bye. 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 It is I, Nostradamus the Vampire, a character nobody asked to return from the grave. If you like the sound of a party in the abyss, click the links below for Sin and Alhazred's practice podcast. When you saw this, you thought, this is a happy place. Oh my god, Alhazred is bully. No, I saw And when you saw else. this, you thought it was a happy place. No! Oh my god, no, I saw something else. I saw an abyss, and there was a lot of Hollow Knights, and it was like, it was a yeah, good they're all place. Yeah, de- they're all dead. No, they weren't dead when I saw them. Yeah, they are. They're all dead. That's, that's, those, those are their corpses you see in that picture. No, they're, that, no, those are all not. dead. Those are all they're, dead bodies. They're standing all upright. Dead. There no, was a party. Not. They're oh all dead God. bodies! They're all dead bodies oh on the God. ground! You walk over them! Oh no! Then, oh my God, then I sound ridiculous when I'm like in the previous episode about the Radiance of like, oh, it's a party and it's good and there's like thousands of, of vessels there. Because that's how I pictured it! No, they're all dead. There's thousands of vessels there that are all dead. That's why they're, That's why you see their shades. Okay, I need through. a second opinion. We're gonna... We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, thank you, Alhazred. And when and when you saw this, you thought this is a happy place. <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> oh my god! The bullying never stops. <laughs>